because I've been a published poet for a while, and maybe I do know a few things. One useful tip I can pass on is copy poems out. Absolutely top priority. Memorize them if you want to, but the main thing is to copy them out. Get a notebook and a ballpoint pen and copy them out. You will be shocked by how much this helps you. You will see immediate results in your very next poem, I promise. Another tip is, if you have something to say, say it. Don't save it up. Don't think to yourself, I'm going to build up to the truth I really want to say. Don't think, in this poem I'm going to be sneaky and start with this other truth over here, and then I'm going to scamper around a little bit over here, and then play with some purple sculpey over here in the corner, and finally I'll reach the truth at the very end. No, slam it in immediately. It won't work if you hold it in reserve. Begin by saying what you actually care about saying, and the saying of it will guide you to the next line, and the next, and the next. If you need to arrange things differently later, you can do that. And never think, oh, heck, I'll write that whole poem later. Never think, first I'll write this poem about my old orange life jacket so that I'll be more ready to confront the more haunting, daunting reality of this poem here about the treehouse that was rejected by its tree. No, if you do, the bigger theme will rebel and go sour on you. It'll hang there like a forgotten chili pepper on the stem. Put it down, work on it, finish it. If you don't get on it now, somebody else will do something similar. And when you crack open next year's best American poetry and see it under somebody else's name, you'll hate yourself. Another tip, the term iambic pentameter isn't good. It isn't good at all. It's the source of much grief and muddle and some very bad enjambments. Louise Bogan once said that somebody's enjambments gave her the willies, and she's right, they can do that to you. You shudder reading them. Most iambic pentameter enjambments are a mistake. That sounds technical, but I'm talking about something real, a real problem. And finally, the really important thing you have to know is the four-beat line is the soul of English poetry. <laughs> That's great. So what, what is it with Paul's obsession with the four-beat line, and why is he so negative about iambic pentameter? Well, he's negative about the term iambic pentameter because he thinks that it's a misnomer. It's not that he doesn't like these lines that have this name attached to them. I mean, how could you not like a line like, true wit is nature to advantage dressed, what oft was thought but ne'er so well expressed? That's probably the most famous iambic pentameter couplet around, and it's great. All human things are subject to decay, and when fate summons, monarchs must obey. That's another iambic pentameter couplet. He's not opposed in any way to the actual thing on the ground, the little shrub that has a little label in front of it. He's opposed to the label in front of it. It's not iambic pentameter. And what he says is that if you say it to yourself that something is going on there secretly that you don't know that you know, he says it. I mean, true wit, if I count it off, it's a one and two and three and four and five, right? True wit is nature to advantage dressed. Boop, boop, there's something happening at the end there. 
Rest, Druidic nature to advantage rest. Rest, what Off was thought but near so well expressed. Rest. There are actually, clearly, obviously, and anybody with an ear can hear this, six beats in that line. All human things are subject to decay. Rest, and when fate summons, monarchs must obey. Rest, right? That's the crucial thing about iambic pentameter, is it's not pent five, not pent at all. It's a six-beat line. Or if you say it quickly and kind of roll with it, it's a kind of three-beat pulsing thing that works like this. All human things are subject to decay, rest, and when fate summons, monarchs must obey, rest. So I'm going a one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four, three, two, three, four. So that's, that's one of his idee fixe, is that we've got to start talking about these things. If we're going to write traditional poetry, which is nice to do from time to time, we actually have to know what our ears know. We have to have a language that can talk about what we're actually hearing in a way that's...